10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blonde Blitz. I am your co-host, Deb Whitkiss, and as always, with me, the queen of New York, ah. Miss Nikki Gist. How you doing? Hi, Deb. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Are you traveling? I am. I have done Atlanta and Maryland in the last week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So lots of flying, lots of driving. We got stuck in the snow the other day. <laughs> oh, no. Did you? Yeah, it was funny. My crew and I, we were like, well, actually, I wasn't. The, the guys were. They were like shoveling out. I was watching them. I was like, yeah. Good, as you should. Just watch. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, oh, I'm blonde. I can watch. No. <laughs> Take care of that for us, will you? Yes, just, just shovel us out. Well, that's fitting that you were in Atlanta this week. Yes, yes. Some because things some We things know, we know what happened to the head coach of, uh, of Atlanta on Black Monday. Your favorite holiday. Yes, it, it really was. Actually, I have a funny story. Uh, my crew, this is funny, or my bosses and I were driving. We had like a three-hour drive. We flew into BWI. and we're, I'm in Cumberland, Maryland right now. And uh, we're driving. And uh, I, I fell asleep, right? And my bosses know how much I love football. And literally, I hear, another one bites the dust. And I wake up. And I'm like, who, who, who got fired? Who got fired? And uh, they were like, oh, we were just playing with you. Like, no one's, no one got fired. And I was like, God damn it. Oh, my God. You can't play that joke on Deb because she's very, like, she, she waits for this. This is, you this can. is her, this is her week, everybody. This is her Super Bowl. Yeah. So you guys I was, know. I was firing people in August. I was like, yeah, she's got to go already. Like, this season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> you did. You fired a decent amount of people um, back in the summer. And well, some of them came to fruition. Yeah, they did. they did. Well, and we'll we'll talk about that and a bunch of stuff later. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys today. We're going to obviously break down Black Monday. Uh, we have a special guest, Bo Crouch from Football Talk with Bo, to help us with that. Uh, we also have our weekly awards, as usual, from Week 18. And, uh, of course, we are talking playoffs. Wild Card Weekend is coming up, and uh, we can't wait for that. I'm excited. You ready yeah. to get into it? Oh my God. I, I have to do my brackets. I haven't had a chance to look, but you know what else I'm super excited about is we have a new YouTube channel. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, so if you guys don't know, Blonde Blitz, of course you can always find us here on Fantasy Sports Corp YouTube channel. But if you just want, so we heard your feedback. It was hard to find us. You just wanted the blondes. You just wanted us. So we gave you a separate channel. So yep. head on over to the Blonde Blitz, hit the subscribe button, and then hit the like button so that you guys, now you'll just get the alert when we are live, not when 15 other shows are live. So we heard you, we feel you, we got the our own channel going for you guys. Our new website is in the works. And we even got you a Blonde Blitz Spotify playlist. Deb, how cool is that? I know. I was like, great idea. Like you and I, you and I are very similar, first of all, in general, in life, but then also, you know, with our, with our music likes as well. So, uh, should be some yeah. hot tracks on that as well. There are, we're up to a hundred songs already. So you guys can go and follow it. Um, it's just a feel good playlist. There's no sad music on it. It's just to pump you up, make you feel good. Um, I played it a little bit today during work and the girls were like, oh my God, totally forgot about this song. We got to follow this playlist. Um, also, Blonde might go Blitz, a little old school, but you know, it was a little old school and my staff is young. So I was shocked that they knew some of the songs, but they did. Um, and what else do we have for you? Oh, you guys can now find us, the podcast on Spotify uh, on Thursday morning. So make sure you head over there as well and rate the podcast. So if you can't watch us live, you can always listen to us in the car. If you're traveling like Deb, going all over God's creation in this country, right, just literally. listen to the Blonde Blitz. Guys, and if you guys have any feedback for us, we'd love to hear your ideas. You know, you guys wrote us and said about the playlist and any ideas that you guys want from us, let us know, we're open. 
We are. Are you ready for awards? Yes, let's do it. Um, as usual, I have two for my kind of the week. I mean, Deb has had two all season, and, and we let her do it because she's won Emmys. So, oh, wait, before we do that, Deb. <laughs> two Emmys. Two Emmys. Yes. I watched the Golden Globes. Did you watch the Golden Globes? You know what? I tuned in a little bit. I saw the opening, which I thought was completely sick. I was like, oh, this is amazing with the red carpet. And then and the one, the shot that just went continuous. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, but no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, I was working, so I didn't really get to watch a lot of it. But I heard it was a good show. Um, I love that uh, Barbie won and <laughs> Margot Robbie won for Barbie. And yes. uh, yeah. Yes. Well, I just wanted to let you know I was I was practicing my losing graceful face all week. So before we before Deb gives out her two cans, I'm just gonna try because I practiced a little last week. She said I need a little work. So okay, now that I've watched the celebrities do, I could pull the Jennifer Lawrence and she said if she's not winning, she's leaving. So I could do that. Oh yeah, no, not not the best luck. Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think that Jennifer Lawrence can pull that off, but <laughs> yeah. but you know, not the best luck. All right, so here goes my graceful losing face. Let's try it out. Okay. okay. In the event they don't call my name, I will just. That's so much better, Nick. Congrats. <laughs> you got it. Okay, got it. Okay. You Took me a week, but I got it. This makes perfect. <laughs> okay, Deb, give us your Kens, will you? All right, here we go. I'm sure pe everybody already knows this, but I'm going with Puka Nakua, wide receiver for the Rams. Uh, he broke two NFL rookie records last week. Uh, he's the new leader in both receptions and receiving yards. Uh, he surpassed Jalen Waddell's record of 104 re uh, receptions and Bill Grauman's record of 1,473 receiving yards, which had stood for 60 years. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Long, long time. Yeah. Wow. And my G.I. Joe... <laughs> That's my new thing. <laughs> I'm going with Mason Rudolph, uh, quarterback of the Steelers. Uh, first off, the Steelers are in the playoffs. Who would have thought? Uh, saving Mike Tomlin's job this season. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, Mason has found more success through the air than any Steelers quarterback in the last two seasons. Uh, he made history in Week 18. 90% uh, of his passes were completed. He set a franchise record for the highest completion percentage in a game with a minimum of 15 passes. Um, but yeah. And to be honest, I have to be a little honest with this game. I was a little mad because I had picked the Ravens to win. And I've been, my pick them, I've been amazing, right? I've been first, second, or third the entire season. I'm like, I have this one in the bag. And then I picked the Raiders to beat the Steelers and didn't know that the Raider or the Ravens were sitting all of their starters because I've oh. been busy working and uh yeah and then obviously the Steelers won which I'm very happy about but I lost I came in fifth which I was oh, like oh, damn fifth. did you what? man yeah but who was your who was your kind of the week this year this uh this week well I only have one award to give out this week and Deb's okay. gonna take it on the rest but how about a little love for Nico Collins what yep. a game he had what Absolutely. a game! career day for him so awesome yep. game well my bend and snap moment uh give us a okay, love bend and snap see there's Dan with that little video clip there getting that in there <laughs> um I've got Josh Allen uh, that last run for the first down, um, you know, Buffalo was leading Miami 21-14, kind of sealing Miami's fate there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought that was a great, great play. And uh, we talked last week how the Bills might not make the playoffs if they didn't win this game. Here we are. They're in the playoffs. So uh, Josh Allen – is my bend and slap bend i can't speak today Ooh, bend and bend and snap. Slap, everybody <laughs> deb's slapping all of you too she's firing Ooh, i'm tired laughing you bend and snap of the <laughs> of the week is josh allen um and what did i say i actually picked the bills for super bowl so yeah i was a little bummed last week i was like oh but don't even make the playoffs like oh my goodness but now uh there is a chance 
And uh, my brassy blonde moment, Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, <laughs> yelling at the Saints head coach. Totally tacky. Um, the Saints coach, Dennis Allen, they intended to kneel and run out the fi- final like minute of the game. Um, they were in the victory formation, but then the team ran uh, up the middle for a one-yard score, got another touchdown, and beat them something crazy like it was like 47-13 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, Arthur Smith basically blew up at Dennis Allen um, after the game, yelled at him. The coaches talked, and then he, Arthur Smith yelled again, and now he doesn't have a job. So <laughs> uh, I don't think it gets more brassy than that, kind of the nail in the coffin. And not only a nail in the coffin, but the organization fired Arthur Smith like at midnight. Yes. On Black Monday. So yes. uh, that's just, yeah, they, they hit that hard. He was the first one to go. And uh, yeah. Oh, well, is that is that brassier than the Brian Dable Wink Martindale drama? Or <laughs> that's tough too. I'm I'm bummed to see Wink Martindale go. Uh, I know. Rumors I are know. I mean he quit. So it wasn't like he was fired, but uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm how do you feel about that? Um, well, I was bummed and then everything kind of starts trickling out that there was just uh Creative differences, I'll call it, between him and That's Brian Dable. Brian Dable firing his right-hand guy. But yep. then it just, just gets super messy, right? The press conference, oh, we anticipate he'll be back. Winko's put in his resignation. Doesn't actually put it in because wants to get paid. I believe he would be owed $3 million. Uh, if he was fired. Um, didn't want to resign, so didn't put his papers in. Then gets cursed out by Brian Dable. Books play, like, it's just like, so it was so crazy. It was so dramatic, uh, but they did come to a resolution. He is free to go where he would like to go. Um, the giants will keep the 3 million that they would have paid him. And of course, because I thought this would happen. Of course, the Eagles and the Rams are interested in <laughs> because such is life in the NFC yeah. East here. I, I just, I, I, I bet you he goes to the Eagles and just. I bet you he will too, which I would be so happy. I'm <laughs> sure he would be. I mean, because we need a DC. I mean, let's be honest. That's the reason why, part of the reason why we're losing game or why the Eagles are losing games right now, I feel like, and then why they've lo- lost all season. So. Yeah. And we'll get more into that. You guys have been awesome mm-hmm. in the DMs. Appreciate it this week. You're coming heavy with football questions for once, which is, which is great. Awesome. Yeah, um, but a lot of talk about what's wrong with the Eagles. So I know we'll get into that and Deb will give us some insight um, best she can. Yes. All right. Well, what are we on to next? Shall we recap your favorite holiday? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, talking about Arthur Smith, we might as well get into Black Monday with Bo. Bo, how you doing? Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I realized I was muted there. I'm doing uh, great. People are getting fired. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. Some of them took a lot longer to get fired than they should have. <laughs> I agree with that, actually. <laughs> Including Brandon Manager, Staley. Who I love. But, I had yeah. Staley fired before the season started. Oh, no, I did too. <laughs> so did Deb. In fact, that was his DM to me. It was like after he did his show, he was like, hey, Deb loves Black Monday. I love Black Monday. I'm like, well, come on. Let's just let's yep. just have a one big firing party. <laughs> Here we so, are. So what was the most shocking firing for you? Uh, Pete. Pete, Pete so far has been the most shocking one uh, for no other reason than he only had one year left on his contract. Yeah. So and it just happened today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, especially to have him to him have him out have Vrabel out, but Eberflus and Dennis Allen still have jobs makes no right. sense to me at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Why is that? Uh, well, I mean, Dennis Allen severely underachieved with the roster he had in a division that's terrible, right? So th- that one you thought he was going to get fired. Then at the end of the season, right, the last play of the game, they go against everything he wanted to do, which shows he doesn't even have control of his own team. He- he's got to be gone. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably he still has plenty of opportunity to get fired, but he not yet. Uh, so that one was a surprise. Uh, 
the Bears have been a dumpster fire since the beginning of the year. So I figured Eberflus was gone. Instead, they fire his whole coaching staff <laughs> and he gets to stay, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> now, do you guys think Justin, just to break off on a tangent here, do you think Justin Fields will be there next season? Uh, with Eberflus there? No. Mm-hmm. No, they draft a quarterback. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to take a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I so, so I guess my question for you guys is where I'm do you kind think of happy about, to be honest, but yes. So where's Fields end up? Then? Yeah, and where's where will Fields go? I mean, ooh, that's tough. Um, I love Justin Fields, so that's why I'm glad he's getting he'll be getting away from Chicago, and I think he will flourish in another on another team. Just wow. don't know what team that will be. Uh, I mean, Page Page. I don't think Patriots, Patriots need a quarterback, but well, so do the Seahawks. I mean, I don't know yep. that. Oh, there's no way. Geno Smith is your guy over there. No, but they, they're primed to draft a guy that. All right. This draft is big enough at the quarterback position, okay. and where they're going to draft, they can get a Bonex or a Penix or something like that. That's about where their pick will be. Okay. So, they're probably fine in that area. I could see maybe Atlanta making a play for him, though. I agree. I think he would be a really good fit in Atlanta. Obviously, Sam Howell isn't no. the franchise quarterback. Obviously, the, the head coach just got fired. So, uh, and the um, new coach is probably not going to forget that Bijan Robinson exists exactly. on, the, on the roster. I know. Yeah, what the hell is that, that this yes. season? Like, and Drake London, Kyle yeah. Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Going. Like, that one's so frustrating because I had had him in fantasy. Not this year. I learned my lesson. But it was like, how how do you not? How can you not get him involved? Like he just ceased yeah. to exist. It's painful when you see talent and mm-hmm. they just cannot get it together on, on some of these teams and yeah it's frustrating it's it's like because we just as football fans like to see good athletic play and it pained me to see that Kyle Pitts just could not get going in that offense yeah well and the, the Bijan thing was hilarious because I knew a ton of people that drafted him they're like yeah. he's gonna be awesome and he had you know numerous games where he gave you half a point like you'd been better off to just not start anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so Nikki, yeah. who was the most shocking for you or second most shocking? Well, I was shocked about Mike Vrabel. I yeah, really, so I really, really was. Um, I, I definitely did not expect that. Well, I didn't expect the Pete Carroll one to, to happen, but uh, as I understand it, he will stay within the organization and stay in the mm-hmm. building. But I'm like Rabel one that that one is it was kind of tough because for me, you guys all know how I feel about Tennessee and how I feel about Ryan Tannehill. I feel like, you know, Derrick Henry aside, there's just not a lot of talent. That- uh, yeah, there's not a lot of talent on that team. And and you could say what you want, but Mike Rabel always had that team prepared and ready to go. And, and sometimes I look at his resume over there in Tennessee and I'm like, how did he even do what he did some of these years with the talent that he had? So I think whoever's coming in there. And by the way, like if we're ranking like open vacancies, that one's on the bottom of my list with Carolina. Like I just feel like Tennessee's a tough sell and you got some really big shoes to fill. I mean, yep. he was there for six seasons. He had uh, his record was fifty four and forty five during his tenure. So, yeah, I mean, he led Tennessee to three consecutive playoff appearances from nineteen to twenty one. Trip to the AFC Championship game in, in twenty nineteen. Um, but yeah, he's he's yep. gone. Coach of the um, year in twenty one. Yeah, yeah, from uh, three consecutive playoff appearances from uh, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. Yeah. So it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And also too, why wouldn't they trade him instead of like firing him? Right. Well, and if you wanted a fall guy, why wouldn't it be the GM that hasn't backfilled any talent? Right. right? Cause obviously he can coach like Vrabel yeah. gets his guys up to play. So get him, get him some dudes, right? Like <laughs> yeah. get him some guys that can play. I mean, an aging Henry, a Tannehill that is, you know, well past his prime. They didn't have a high prime anyway. Uh, you know, you get D hop for an afternoon. So, I mean, it's not exactly, uh, it's not exactly rife with talent. I mean, one of the things that was hilarious about that team is before they went and got D hop, uh, Vrabel had two less touchdowns, right? He played defense, mind you, right? <laughs> two less touchdowns than his entire receiving core before D hop got there. So it's not like it's an experienced group that he was playing with. So 
yeah, I feel bad for Vrabel there. Uh, the only thing that we do know is he's going to land somewhere for sure. Oh, absolutely. God, yeah. Where do you, oh, yeah. Where do you think he'll go? <sighs> somewhere terrible is the problem. <laughs> 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 like, he's not going to get one of these prime jobs, unfortunately. Uh, he deserves one, but I don't think he gets it. He's going to end up in a, I wouldn't say Panthers, but it's going to be that oh, caliber of Panthers, disaster. Atlanta. Panthers, Atlanta. I mean, they fired Frank Wright in the middle of the season. So. This is well, their fourth head coach since Pepper yeah. bought the team. This is their fourth head coaching search there in Carolina. Like, yep. I mean, I and feel like if you're taking that Carolina job, you have to know your shelf life is really short. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also a tough sell because I'd want some assurances. Like, do I get time to build a culture? Can I get some talent in here? Can I coach up Bryce Young? Like, I feel like you you got to give a little bit of time there to that franchise. I mean, I'm just blah, blah. I'd rather go to Atlanta. At least there's more talent there. Well, that's sure. would he would he want to to you know coach for Tepper? Tepper's, yeah. you know, I was, Tepper has a, has a temper. Oh, you know, right. We saw that two weeks ago when he was throwing cocktails at uh, Jag, Jag fans. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. $300,000, but you know, that's nothing yeah. to him. So, no, that, that job is the least enticing because not only is it a spot where you know, you're not going to have time. You have a team that's completely devoid of talent, right? Because they got rid yep. of it to go get Bryce Young. So yep. they get rid of CMC. They get rid of they get rid of all the talent they had. Well, yeah. And then DJ Moore. They don't have any draft picks, so you can't get better. Yeah. So yeah. you have a team that has no patience, an owner that meddles, and no talent and no way to get any. I mean, that is the least attractive oh. job I can think of. It really is. It really is. I, I I honestly, you know what? If for some God forsaken reason, they came to me and said, Nikki, would you coach the Carolina Panthers for bazillions of dollars? You know what? Yes. We'll probably say no. <laughs> what I'd say, headache? I'd okay. say yeah. you know why? Because I can drink beer on a yacht and watch the rest of the football season. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you say yes, you'll only be there for a few weeks and they'll get rid of you anyway. So, exactly. And then I can go back to talking about football. It just in yeah. a better financial situation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You know what? Maybe it is the most enticing one. Hey, I could do six weeks. No problem. Right? <laughs> and no one would hold it against you, right? You, you'd probably actually get another shot if you went yeah. in and flamed out because it'd just be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, in Carolina. <laughs> what do you guys think of the rumor of Rabel to New England? Now, obviously, nothing's come out of New England yet, but. Yeah. Well, that'd be the easiest transition. Right. Right? Because yeah. he's a Belichick disciple. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that would be a scheme transition. Do you guys think that Belichick's going? I mean, he hasn't been fired yet. Well, let let me answer that with another question. Mm -hmm. If you were the GM they were going to hire, because they're going to strip him of the GM role. Yep. Do you want that job? Because you know he's not going to listen to you. Nope. (laughs) Like, that'd be the worst GM job in the world. You almost have to fire Belichick. Sure don't want that job. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That is a hard pass. <laughs> I, I, will take, I will take that coaching job down it, with the Panthers way ahead of that GM job. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree with that. Yeah. Gosh, what a world, Ooh. right? Would you rather be the Patriots GM or the Panthers new head coach? Carolina, please. Yep. <laughs> right. Bring on the electric blue and gray. <laughs> yeah, right? At least I got a nicer right. shade of blue. Well, speak, speaking of that, I was bummed. Ron Rivera used to coach the Panthers, uh, moved on to the Washington Commanders, and now he is moving on to not having a job. So um, everyone, you, Nikki especially, you know how much I love Ron Rivera. Yes. Uh, you know, beat cancer while he was coaching. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I actually I, – I wasn't shocked – I we both called it last week yeah and uh some of my friends were hoping he had one more year i was like no i think i think he's done um but yeah it it's his time in in washington is over and uh i think it was it was the the quarterback carousel that was the issue i think there uh you know they have one of the best wide receivers in the league they have terry mclaurin you know running back brian robertson jr like he has the talent he, they just couldn't put it together. And after they got rid of Chase Young, I was like, they're done. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, 
you you could tell halfway through the season it was Ron's last year. They started firing his his staff. They let him finish it out as a, you know, like thanks for playing. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. professional well, courtesy. Yeah, yeah. but new ownership group. They're getting all new coaching. They're getting a new GM. I mean, they're they're wiping the slate clean. House, yeah, exactly. They got rid of all of their talent on defense for draft picks. I mean, they're clearly in that rebuild mode. So that that's one of those teams that I think could make a play for Harbaugh if he does declare that he wants to move on from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, if for whatever reason the Steelers decide they want to do something with Tomlin. Uh, you know, they would be one of the first ones to call him because part of that ownership group was part of the ownership group with the Steelers. So mm-hmm. the two would know each other, although it sounded like he would be more interested in going to the booth. So, you know, who knows? Do you think Tomlin, I mean, Tomlin's in the playoffs. I, I picked Tomlin last week, to be honest, to go. And now that the Steelers are in the playoffs, do you think Tomlin's job is really in the line? Uh, I think it, I think it comes down to what Tomlin wants to do. Because this is going to be a one and done in the playoffs. You know, yeah. it's not like they're going to make a run here, uh, especially because half of their defense is hurt, right? Yeah. It's the only thing they do well. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had the Steelers defense actually for our fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that makes sense. And, and the Steelers defense is great, but you're yeah. coming into this with no TJ Watt and mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick is hurt, right? Yeah. Like he's going to play, but he's not going to be good. And mm-hmm. you're going to do this against the Bills in Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, good luck. The Bills are on fire. They've won the yeah. last five. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna end poorly. It's they're probably gonna get boat raced. It's gonna be that one forty burger that happens in Wild Card Weekend every year. This is probably that that game. Um, so I don't know that it necessarily changes anything. He's still got his above five hundred finish, so yeah. he doesn't tarnish that. But if he was ever thinking about calling it you know, because it sounds like it's kind of from his side, not necessarily the team side. So if he wanted to go sit in a booth, he doesn't really have an option to get better, right? Like the, the team he has isn't going to get noticeably better next year. He They don't have the draft capital for it. So it's going to be something similar to what this is. And do you want to run back a, I hope I make it to the wild card again? I mean, I don't know. So eventually you get tired. Yeah. You know, I'll say this about just to finish up a point on the commanders. They got a lot of draft picks. So mm-hmm. if you're that coach coming in where you're like, all right, like I, I could see that being intriguing with new ownership. And like you guys said, it's a, it's a clean, fresh slate there. And if you've got a lot of draft picks, that could be intriguing to really dig in and start building something there. Absolutely. Honestly, that's what the Bears should have been, right? They right. should have fired Eberflus. And then you have a a solid group of draft picks. You get to have whatever the new coach and GM that comes in decide if they want Fields or the new guy because they have the number one over pick, number one overall pick, right? Mm-hmm. So, like that would have been the best way to rebuild the Bears into something that made sense. And instead, they're going to do Bears things, and they're going to keep a guy that didn't produce anything, and um, potentially squander another first round pick. Um, man, <laughs> talk about a dumpster fire. Yeah, they're a dumpster fire. Um, you know, where's not a dumpster fire? I feel like the Chargers are probably the best, right? Out of these coaching vacancies. Absolutely. Maybe in, ter- yeah. in terms of talent and where you are with a quarterback, Absolutely. which is the issue with some of these teams where uh, there are coaching vacancies. So, Deb, I mean, you cover this team. Anything? Are you hearing anything over there in Chargers land? I mean, just, you know, Jim Harbaugh, that's, that is the rumor right now that they're in talks with him. And uh, I'm excited for that. We'll see if he, you know, if he leaves Michigan, Um, that's, that's first on the agenda. You know what I mean? Obviously successful, just won the, you know, college playoff national championship on Monday. Uh, And well, you know, I would love to see him at the Chargers. Um, also, too, I know I know it's not NFL, but Nick Saban just announced his retirement yep. after years of being the head coach of Bama. Um, so just a little upset about that. But I want to, <laughs> want to see, uh, you know, who's who's going to replace him. That, those are some big, big uh, shoes yeah, to fill as well. Right. Talk about talk about big shoes. And I guess the other one there would be the Raiders. 
Yep. And I think that's another, yeah. I mean, I would love to see Antonio Pierce keep that job. I think he's done a great job since he took over as interim head coach. Not sure if they'll give it to him, uh, but that's another one that they're talking about. Jim is, 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 you know, interviewing with um, from some of my sources. So we'll see. Yeah. I feel like that's a place where, look, they got to get somebody in there get the salary cap under control here, like, you know, get the roster under control a little bit here. But I feel like for the Raiders, it's an interesting spot that they can be in in terms of a coach. Do you take a seasoned coach or, because this is a really young team, do you take an up-and-comer and kind of like have this young, fresh coach come in there? That's I kind of feel like I'd lean that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think Pierce did enough to get a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. really responded to him. But so, the Giants are interested in him in defensive coordinator, and I am being selfish right now. <laughs> I got you. No, but I, I thought he did. Like, like, why is she saying that? <laughs> like, no, that, no, make that makes sense. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's just being a selfish fan. No, I thought he did a great job, and I will be so happy for him if, if he gets it. And he does deserve it, so. Yeah, he's one of the few interim head coaches that I think actually deserves that shot. The team really responded. They played much better. Even in losses, they looked like a more cohesive unit than they did. Uh, now, granted, it was McDaniels, so, I mean, I feel like anything would have been an improvement. But, I mean, still, I, I think he did enough. But, yeah, Harbaugh to the Chargers absolutely uh, is a good fit there. You know, obviously, he'd be able to maximize their draft coming directly from college. Uh, they have a franchise quarterback. They actually have nice pieces. They were just mismanaged. Yeah. So yeah. if if he were to bring those things together, yeah, the Chargers could definitely be a win right away kind of team, especially in a division that, you know, has the Broncos, which is an absolute dumpster fire. Um, yeah. You have the Raiders that got to build something and you have KC that has really fallen off. They don't have that offensive talent they used to have. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a division that is winnable now. It, it very much is. And finally, I do think Seattle is appealing as well. You got a very passionate fan base over there. From what I hear, the facilities are amazing and beautiful. You got a yeah. great general manager. Um, I'm going to be interested to see who comes in after this like rah-rah Pete Carroll type culture and who comes in now. So what, like, where's yours? What, what are your thoughts on this? So obviously Harbaugh makes a lot of sense here because he mirrors exactly what Pete Carroll did, right? He was he won a national title, avoids NCAA sanctions, comes in, has can have an awesome draft because he just coached these guys. So he's going to have way more insight than any scout ever, right? Because he just coached these guys all season. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously that could be a thing. But you have Pete Carroll staying within the organization, and that – chemistry could be hilarious uh, <laughs> for covering the team because that sounds like it would go horribly wrong being as the interactions between them, uh, you know, when he was coaching the Niners were funny anyway. So you put them in the same building all year. That could be uh, Ooh, dynamite. I'm switching my <laughs> press credentials. I'm going right <laughs> if that happens. Come on, Nick. <laughs> exactly. I want to be in that Maybe press room. bound for that. Sorry, New York. I've had enough of you. <laughs> yep. no, I think that could be an electric environment. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we'll see what happens, but I mean, you guys got to be happy. This is both your favorite holiday. You know, your tr Dev's got a tracker, keeping it updated on the on the group chat. I mean, she's crazy. I love I was it. Texting, so I was like, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, what's going on? Here's my tracker. I'm going nonstop. I had a blast. No, <laughs> it, it's morning, funny. You you watch boss. the updates. Yeah, I was watching the updates in the morning. My boss, I was literally downstairs. We were meeting to go to set. And I'm on my phone and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's Black Monday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I watch the updates. I, wa I watch the updates like I'm waiting for school to get canceled. I'm just like, That's is there anything new? Is there anything new? <laughs> I know. Not in our draft day. Yeah. And, like, and cut day, too. When they, the, the 53s come out, the 53 yep. roster, I'm like nonstop seeing who's cut, who's on, who made the rosters. Yeah. I'm crazy. It was hard to work on Monday because it was like work. And then it was like, 
my phone's blowing up, right? And it's like, so all the updates are going on. Then for me, we had all this Wink Martindale, Brian Dable drama. And I got people like, do you know anything? Or your sources, you got insiders, you got this, you got that. And it was like, you know, then we're trying to do a Giants podcast. The news is changing like every yeah, you know, yeah. half hour. I'm like, oh my God. So Monday was crazy, fun, but crazy. Actually, speaking of updates, uh, the Titans just requested to have a meeting with Dan Quinn. Oh. Ah, so okay. there we go. They, uh, they're they making a play at Quinn. All right. We'll okay. see how that turns out. Interesting. Gotta love the NFL. You know it. <laughs> All right, Bo, are you, are you sticking around for picks? Sure, yeah. Your time? Absolutely. All right, we have got wild card weekend this weekend guys how exciting regular season is over we've got the playoffs uh let's first start with the browns who went 11 and 6 in the regular season uh, against the texans who went 10 and 7 um nikki what what are your thoughts yeah so browns beat houston 36 22 week 16 joe flacco went for 368 yards Three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. To be fair, CJ Stroud is not in that game. And we know how important he is <laughs> to the Houston Texans offense. Uh, Texans are one in four straight up when Stroud takes four or more sacks. And I am confident Miles Garrett is going to really try his best to do that. I'm going to go with old man Joe Flacco here. I'm going to go Cleveland. I got a 27 20. Wow. Yeah. What was the score? I have it 27 to 20. Okay. Okay. All right, Bo, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say that uh, Flacco turns back into a pumpkin and, um, you know, CJ uh, CJ gets it done, but it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be 23-20. All right. Well, I'm struggling with this one because we all know how much I love CJ Stroud. Yes. And versus, versus Joe Flacco, uh, you know, my favorite rookie – Versus my hometown guy. <laughs> I mean, yes. It doesn't get better than this. Um, I feel like Cleveland's defense has been one of the best in the NFL this season. Um, I thought the off- offense was doomed without Deshaun Watson, um, but they obviously signed Flacco um, and named him the starter in December. And uh, I saw him personally during the Rams game. He is back. Um, he, he led the Browns to four and one record over the, his five starts. And uh, he's thrown for at least 300 yards and obviously multiple touchdowns in the last four games. Uh, I think CJ Stroud has the rookie of the year locked up. He was named NFC oh, yeah. Offensive Player of the Week for Week 18. Um, I'm I'm going to go Houston, but I'm going to go with you. Um, I want to see oh. it. I want to see CJ Stroud in this game. Um, I'm going to go Houston 23, Browns 21. Although, if you're believing in the uh, tin hat, you know, everything's scripted, uh, then the Browns win because they want Flacco to play the Ravens. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, obviously. I mean, I don't think it's scripted. What is No. Exactly. It is a little weird, though, that the Super Bowl colors are purple and red this year, and that's who's favored to be in the Super Bowl, so that is a little strange. But, you know, well, and just about every game is like some weird comeback game, right? Yeah. So uh, there, there's some weird storyline of, you know, whether it's Tyreek Hill or it's Stafford and Goff or it's, you know, uh, McCarthy versus Green Bay. Like, it, every oh, yeah. game. The story like weird, lines, yeah, right? the storylines, they are awfully yeah. convenient. They I don't know. This year. We might need a psychic on here to steer us in the right direction. <laughs> we do. Maybe we'll try that for next week. <laughs> It'll be kind of fun. Uh, next, we've got the Dolphins who finished the season 11-6 and six versus the Chiefs, also 11-6 and six for AFC wildcard. Uh, Bo, what do, you, what do you got? Yeah, so I don't love how Casey's been playing, but it's going to be minus four at game time and snowing. Um, that doesn't say good things about a team that has injured receivers mm-hmm. and the fact that they like to throw the ball mostly. So uh, this one I'm going to go with KC, mostly because the weather conditions, I think, are going to make a huge difference in this game. If it was played in Miami, I think Miami wins going away. But in this one, where it's going to come down to the running game, uh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Nikki, how about you? 
Ah, yeah, I, I hear you. I do. I really, really do. I just don't love the Chiefs offense this season. I don't think they've been clicking the way that they are supposed to. I think Mike McDaniel's going to come in really aggressive, really early. Um, I'm going to go Miami. I, I got wow. it 24-21. Okay. All right. Uh, first of all, I just want to say this game is going to be on Peacock, and people oh, are losing their minds. They're losing their minds. Yeah, well, that's because nobody's going to get to see it. <laughs> exactly. That, that is the issue. I mean, we all will because we have ways around that. But, um, yeah. But And then second, guys, did you, you guys even realize, like, KC is a wild card yeah. in this game. Like, that saying something, you know, what well, you know, wide receivers apparently make a difference, huh? <laughs> Who knew? Uh, especially right? if they can't catch the ball or stay on sides. <laughs> Or put their jersey on correctly. Like it just, <laughs> it's right back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Dolphins are coming off a 21-14 loss against the Bills, uh, their number six seed in the playoffs. Chiefs are coming off a 13-12 win against the Chargers. KC is favored by three and a half. Um, I, I'd love I would love to see Mike McDaniels and Tua win this. I love me some Tua, as we know too. Uh, he had such a rough year season last year. I'd love to see him move further into the playoffs. Uh, I feel like the Super Bowl hangover is kind of real with KC here, but I, I'm going to go with KC 27, Miami 21. So Okay. I'm on an island again. <laughs> That's okay, Nikki. You can be on your island. <laughs> I'm normally right. So I, I don't think we've disagreed this much in – no, we Not haven't really. all season, actually, I think. Yeah. Maybe one week we were way off from – not way off, but we just weren't agreeing on our picks, but, yeah. Yeah. All right, Sunday we've got the Steelers versus the Bills, uh, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Nikki, what do you have for this one? Yeah, this is a fourth playoff meeting between between these two teams. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Buffalo's coming in hot. In Buffalo, uh, yeah, no, I got a 27-13 Bills. Wow. 13? The Steelers? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the Bills win this going away. The, the Steelers' yeah. defense is hurt. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have your two biggest impact players either hobbled or not on the field against Josh right. Allen, who's going to throw the rock around. Um, yeah, I, I have it a Bills blowout. That's probably going to be like a 35-17, 35-20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, super proud of Mason Rudolph. Uh, I, I I don't think the Steelers are winning this one. The Bills are 10-point favorites. Uh, I'm going Bills 32, Steelers 20. Okay. That's so got a, little, a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> um, how about Packers? Who went nine and eight in the regular season versus the Cowboys, who are twelve and five? Uh, Bo, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys here. It's tough to pick the Cowboys in the playoffs because it, I just don't trust them. But Green Bay yes. sneaks in. Um, it, as I recall, the line was seven and a half points. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys win outright, but they don't cover. This will okay. be close. They'll play with their food. They'll sneak out a win. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna play with their food. I like that one. Uh, I think there is no coach who's under more pressure this week than Mike McCarthy mm -hmm. in this game, right? I mean, it's like they just always this is where they get bounced. Listen, I want this more than anyone. I am the biggest Green Bay fan, maybe even more than Eagles fans right now. I'm the biggest Green Bay fan uh possible this week bigger than green bay fans um listen I, I give them a good shot but they're coming to jerry world and while their defense has been improving they still got a lot of holes in the secondary there in green bay i just don't think they're gonna have an answer for cd lamb um so i've got cowboys 31 green bay 21 but i am pulling for you green bay i really really am yeah and so am i i mean i love me some jordan love hate me some depth Prescott. <laughs> um, that's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just don't think 
I just don't think Green Bay has it. Um, I'm going Dallas 27, Green Bay 21. So. Oh, yeah, I guess it didn't give a score. I, I, I would go 24-20 on this. <laughs> okay, we're, we're about the same. How about, guys, Rams versus Lions, uh, 8 p.m. NBC. So, had, uh, Nikki, go ahead. Ah, this is the game I can't wait for. I'm so excited. I said the same thing on my notes. Most looking forward to this game. That's what I have. Can't wait for this game. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, as I've told you guys, if you have listened to me podcast for the past three, going on four years of all the betting shows that I have done, I have always said to you guys, the Lions will cover, right? Mm -hmm. Every single year, they are like the top team to pick against the spread. And they are again this year, they are 12 and five. I think last week it was, they were tied with the Ravens, uh, but now they are 12 and five against the spread. Um, so one thing I've learned doing this is the Lions always cover and they're good for the backdoor cover just when you think they might not. Um, but this one, God, the Rams are like all of a sudden just hi, hello, we're, we're hot, we're on fire. Mm -hmm. um, they've allowed, Rams defense has allowed 86 rushing yards through the last four games, right? Uh, so, but it's, it's, you know, in Detroit, I think Detroit's going to lean heavy on their run game to kind of minimize the risk of Jared Goff turning it over. Um, Sam Laporta injured, right? That's not great for them. Um, well, I'm going to go, everybody's going on Detroit, but I am going to go Rams here. I'm going to go 28, 24. All right, Phil. Yeah, I'm going to go Lions here uh, mm. just because they have a lot riding on it in the way that, you know, obviously there's a storyline of Goff wanting to dunk on his old team and all that. But the biggest thing is you have a Lions team that hasn't won a hosted playoff game in 30 years. Mm. They are going to be up for this game. It means they yeah. get bounced next week if they win. But right. <laughs> that emotional high, it'll wipe them out. You know, they'll be one and done. But it um, – I think they get this win. This game means way more to them. It's in front of their home crowd. Uh, I think it'll be tight because the Rams come in pretty healthy. But, uh, yeah, I think the Lions get it done. It'll be every bit of one of those 21-20 type of battles. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually agree with Nikki here, but the one thing I'm the most excited about is to see Stafford versus Goff. Yeah, um, it's funny because when that whole trade went, you know, like Goff left the Rams, went to the Lions – Lions traded Stafford to go to the Rams. And I kind of was, I, when it happened, I was like, like, who's got the better QB here? Like, I'm not sure. Um, of course, Matthew Stafford went to win the Super Bowl that year and the Lions, you know, Goff kind of choked with the Lions. So I've been extremely excited to see uh, Jared Goff do so well this season. And obviously the Lions are now in the playoffs like you said, in you know the last thirty years, so that's what I, I'm. I'm more than excited to and looking forward to this game as well. Uh, I want this. I want this win so bad for my Lions fans, uh, but I'm feeling like my LA fans. I live in LA. Um, I feel like the Rams are going to win this one. Uh, I have Rams twenty-seven, Lions twenty-four. Close game to the wire type situation. Mm -hmm. So. We'll see. Oh, and the next one, and the last one, we've got <laughs> Philadelphia okay. Eagles versus oh. Buccaneers on Monday night. Uh, Nikki, what do you got? Uh, so Eagles have lost five of their last six, while yeah, the Bucks have won five, five <laughs> of their last six. Uh, all eyes on A.J. Brown, right, in this knee injury. Um, that looked gnarly. Jalen Hurts finger well, uh, at the Giants game. That that did not. That didn't. Oh, that looked gross. Um, Jalen Hurts first playoff game Tampa Bay didn't go well a couple years ago. Granted, different team. I understand that. Um, I think this is a game of fourth down calls. You guys, Eagles are at seventy three percent, and uh, Tampa Bay is at sixty six point seven percent. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um. I think the Eagles bounce back, but barely. I mean, barely. I think it's a field goal that does it. I think it's 23-20. And honestly, if Tampa Bay won, I I'm like this close to changing it to Tampa Bay. I just had a hard time believing in the Eagles. I, I think it's like a last-minute field goal that does it for them. 
well, therapy. and Jake Elliott has been known. I mean, he has saved the Eagles several times throughout the yeah. season. So I don't disagree with you on that one. I mean, you know, Jake, Jake has, has won it. So I agree. Um, I think it's going to, I actually think it's going to be a tight game. Um, and you guys know how much I love Baker Mayfield and Tampa. I've talked about it several times. I think they're absolutely the best team in the NFC South. Uh, but honestly, who would have thought they were going to be playing the Eagles in the wild card game? You know, the yeah. Eagles who were 10 and one uh, at one point in the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in a little bit. I'm not quite sure what is wrong with the Eagles at the moment. I've heard a bunch of different things. Obviously, last week, you know, Hertz got hurt. Brown was hurt. Um, Hertz didn't have his weapons around him. Brown, Smith, Swift were all out. Uh, the defense is young. They just, they couldn't hold the Giants. Uh, but honestly, the defense has been the problem all season. So, to be honest, I turned off the game. Um, I was at dinner with my crew. Oh. And my- and friends, and I was like, I'm enjoying this way more than I am the Eagles game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it off. Um, <laughs> no, it's not fair. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I just I get, the game thing. was ugly. It was it was <laughs> awful. Um, I, I do it was think great. The Eagles. I do think the Eagles pull it out. Uh, I'm going Eagles twenty, uh, Bucks seventeen, and Nick, I agree with you. I think it might come down to a field goal. Mm-hmm. But, but what's your thought? Ah, man, I've flip-flopped on this game so many times because I don't trust Baker Mayfield ever, right? Because he'll come out and he'll play a good game and then he'll come out and do nothing, right? And you just never know which Baker you're going to get. So he's one of the harder quarterbacks to actually pick for. But uh, that Eagles defense, I mean, man, they can't stop anything. Mm-mm. They let That's the Cardinals beat them up. They let the Giants beat them up. They let the Seahawks mm-hmm. beat them up, right? Yeah. They're one in five in the last six. So, I mean, whatever they have going on isn't like it was a one game, oh, we messed up. It is a trend. And mm-hmm. it's not like they got a week off to, like, kind of right the ship and get people healthy or anything. They got, they got one extra day, right? They're playing yeah. Monday night. So I, I've kind of gone back and forth, but I, I keep kind of finding myself thinking the Bucks will pull this one out. It'll be like a field goal or something, late game heroics by Baker, and uh, the Eagles become that huge what-if story of this season. You know, you start off 10-1, and one, and then you just – the wheels fall off. Uh, and, you know, Tampa Bay's getting hot at the right time. And, you know, if, if we ever watched the Giants, right, getting hot at the right time is yep. key. Right. Welcome to Eli Manning. Well, yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes. Teams get hot at the at the right time. And then you only got to win four games, right? That's so it. Just, that's it. Just there. <laughs> you get your hat in the ring. You got to win four games. That's that's the key. Yeah, yeah. That that is key. But to be fair, and we'll we'll touch on it a little bit before we before we wrap up with the DMs. I mean, Deb did say when we started this show, she just. She was happy that the Eagles were winning, but she kept telling everybody, this is not, guys, this isn't the same team. This is not the same team. And it felt like every week, as much as she's a fan, as much as she's a pro at what she does, just confidence level wasn't there. I mean, she'd come on here and be like, yeah, I mean, they won, but, and then there's all these issues going on. And so she had been kind of building up to this point. And then all of a sudden, I actually really don't know what happened. I'm sure it's a, bunch of different things but dad what do you got here's here's one rumor that i don't i don't actually agree with but (laughs) some people some people are saying that the eagles are losing on purpose (laughs) that the eagles are losing on purpose and it's a trick that they lost the last game the last couple games because they want to like trick people and they're actually really good and they're uh, they're going to come back and they're going to kill it in the playoffs they're so, they're manipulating their their playoff path is out there yes, that is that is one of the rumors. Uh, the script that is, that following the script that yes. is one of the crazier ones i've heard yeah yeah um i wish that were true um i it's no i mean the answer. problem the problem with the eagles is they were backing into wins all season Absolutely. Right? Were, and were, I said that. Yeah. We were like they were winning. They were, I mean, we barely exactly. beat the Bills. We barely beat KC. I mean, yes, 10 and 1 record. Yes. But it wasn't the 10 and 1 record we had last season by any means. Exactly. And I've been saying that this is was not the, you know, Nikki just said it. This was not the Super Bowl, Super Bowl team from last year. New DC, new OC, both not 
up to standard. Uh, different players. I mean, our defense is, is young. You know, Slay's hurt. Um, yeah. We just, you know, hurts I, I, did expect, I did expect a lot more out of that defense, though, because, I yeah, mean, they did basically that. draft Georgia's defense, right? Pretty much. I mean, they basically took the national team and they're like, hey, national champs, why don't you come play for us? So I, I thought we were going to be better. <laughs> there was five, five Georgia Bulldogs on the, on the, or there is yeah. five on the, on the team. Right. Um, and that's a good point. So then you're kind of like, what's wrong here? Yeah. I mean, you're thinking those guys were NFL ready, right? Like day mm -hmm. one, here we go. Let's, let's do this thing. And uh, you know, the, the team just didn't have the same on offense either. They just didn't have the same yeah. swagger or confidence about them. And yeah. you could see it from week one. You're mm -hmm. just like, Oh man, this team seems a little bit off. And then it just kind of continued, but they kept winning. So it was kind of that like fool's gold. It gave you that uh, Vikings vibe from last year. You're like, I don't yeah. know why they're winning, That's but they're a winning. Comparison. Yep. And yeah, so you, you know, you start looking at it and you're just like, yeah, but every week, even against bad teams, it's like, oh, a last second mistake by the other yeah. team is why you win. It's like, yep. man, that's not a sustainable way to win games. Well, and I, I feel like I was always, the entire season, I was waiting for the team to click. Kept on saying, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to click. They're going to click. They're gonna, and I feel like they never really did. And then they started, started, you know, obviously, you know, kind of falling apart. And we all knew that week 11 to week 15, I said it in the preseason, that was going to be the tough weeks. And that's where they lost. You know, ESPN had them losing every single game. I mean, granted, Arizona and Giants, they should have won those games. So I don't know really what the hell happened. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they just never clicked. Uh, and I, I, will, I will not be shocked if the Buccaneers beat them. So I don't. Yeah, I was going to say, Deb, on your confidence level, Matt, where are you for this oh, game? I, I think, yeah, I mean, probably like a one or a two. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. No, I way mean. Up there. Way up there. Yeah. <laughs> way up there, right? Gosh, you're overflowing in confidence. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you would have talked to me last season, I was like 15. Yep. <laughs> we did. But, you know what? Well, we did talk to the I we had hosted I had hosted the NFC East panel for my luck. I had to be a whole panel of Eagles fans, right? And <laughs> podcasters. Uh, you know, like I always joke, it did test every professional bone that I had in my body. And let me tell you, this whole panel went on and I was like, Are you guys worried about Kansas City and Andy Reid? And every single one of them said, Nope, nope, not worried at all. Not at all. And so she probably would have told you last season, oh, confident, out of 15. I was at the Super Bowl on the red carpet asking, you know, former players and asking everybody, like, who, you know, who you think's got it. And a bunch of people said Kansas City. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. Yeah. Explain yourself now. So. Yeah, who would who would have thought? But yes, no, I'm I'm not. I will not be shocked if the Buccaneers take this. I want the Eagles to win, and I think they will. I think they will get it together. Um, they almost have to because Philly's going to blow up if not. But oh, they'll burn the city down. Oh, for sure, <laughs> everything will be on fire. Dumpsters, sure. people will be climbing poles. It'll be the standard yeah. Philly action. Yeah, they're eating there, horse so. poop regardless whether they win or not. They're eating horse poop. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I like to remind everybody that. A fan did do that. That is so weird. <laughs> well, Bo, something we do uh, to close this show every week is we have a WTF DM of the week. Now, it's usually men DMing us weird things, but do you have any any women that are, have? Did you get any weird DMs this week aside from me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yours are definitely the weirdest. No, um, <laughs> oh, cool, cool. No, you do get them from time to time, but not this particular week because there's so much going on in the NFL. So all of my DMs have been pretty tame. But, uh, man, you definitely get some weird ones along the way. <laughs> I still haven't got any weird ones. I feel like I'm completely, like, not popular. But it is I, Do you not have them turned on? Because I feel like that's the only way uh, to have it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> So Deb, no, nothing for you this week. No crazy. No, here. nothing crazy. I've been too busy Got working it. and footballing and all of the above. So. Got it. All right. Well, so that just leaves me again on my island. So I got a DM <laughs> from a girl this week who told me, which is why if you see my story, why I posted what I posted, um, who told me to stop posting pictures because she caught 
her man looking at my Instagram page, and I need to stop posting pictures because he's looking. Wow. Is that how it works? <laughs> oh, honey. Wow. Get your insecurity and get off my, my page, my timeline, get out of my DMs, go work on yourself. I, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. The audacity. Yeah. So, I mean, that's never happened before. So that's interesting. Yeah. Stop that is me. a weird one. That is a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a weird one. You know what? Nice change from the OnlyFans and the Feet Finder. Yeah. Nice change. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I assume that that was, uh, you know, the bulk of it. <laughs> oh yeah, standard, standard the, uh, operating procedure here. Or, or the standard you're a girls and you didn't play, so you don't know anything about football. I imagine that's the dominating one. Oh yeah, yeah, we know nothing. But blondes know ball here on the Blonde Blitz, as we do every Wednesday night. We thank you all for hanging out with us. Please don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button if you're on Fantasy Sports Court channel right now. Or head on over to Blonde Blitz. Please hit the like and subscribe button there so you can get the alert when we are live. So you guys don't have to get the alert for the 15 shows, which you guys said you didn't want anymore to hear that 16, 15 shows are going off. They just want the blonde, so we're giving it to you on a separate channel. And don't forget, we are brought to you by Underdog Sports. Bo, tell the good people where they can find you and your work. Yeah, so you can find me on all the socials at Football Talk with Bo. Uh, my YouTube channel is football-talk. And, of course, you can find me on Roku TV five days a week. All right, fantastic. Well, everybody enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend, and Deb and I will be back next week to break everything down. Bye. Bye, guys. Go Birds. Go Rams. <laughs>